Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. With the massive growth in exchange-traded funds, or ETFs as they're known, over the past decade, there's been a rise in interest about investing overseas stock markets, either directly or through exchange-traded funds. And so today, I'm going to be discussing the four things that everyone needs to consider when investing overseas. Now, the one thing that has really interest, interested me is that over the past few years, I found that there's a common theme when speaking to younger, aspiring traders and investors, which may, I say, is something somewhat concerning to me and it is that they have this belief that investing in overseas stocks is somehow better than investing in stocks in their own country. Now, this thinking comes from a lack of understanding around the stock market, but it also comes from the individual not really having a proper plan. Now, when I ask these younger traders why they think it's better to invest in overseas companies, their response is invariably that there is more choice and so they'll be able to find the best performing stocks and as a result be far more profitable. Well, I'm sorry to say that this could not be further from the truth. Just because an overseas market is bigger in size and it has far more listed companies to invest in or in particular or any particular overseas market is performing better right now, it does not guarantee that you personally would make more money or pick better performing stocks than you could in your own home country. Now, I'll go on to say that this is very flawed thinking. Now, let's face it, if you do not know how to drive a car at home and you find yourself in a country with 10 times the cars than you have at home, it does not matter as you still don't know how to drive a car. Now, driving is something you do or a skill that you have acquired and trading the stock market is exactly the same. Therefore, it stands to reason that if you do not know how to trade stocks in your own currency, then how could you expect to do that in another country? Now, what is even worse is that the rise of the internet. I've increasingly seen investors and traders misled by fake companies or companies that may not have the highest moral standards promoting high returns, no fee brokerage, trading foreign exchange, binary options, and the list goes on and on as to what they might promote out there. Now, dealing with any entity that is in a different country to you means that you have to contend with the legal and consumer laws of the other country if something does go wrong. Now, this can not only be time consuming, but very costly, and indeed in many cases that I have seen quite often futile if the company is in countries with questionable laws. Now, before you invest your money or assets with a company in another country, then you really do need to understand where your money is and your legal rights, because it's far too late to do this after you already have issues with that company. 
So let's move on. Now, when looking at overseas markets, there are several factors that affect your returns, both positively and negatively. And these are commonly overlooked by both traders and investors. And I'll take you through them now. Now, as I just mentioned, investors wanting to get into stocks in overseas markets tell me that the number one reason they wish to do so is that there is more choice. Further, they believe that having more choice is a very positive thing, but is it? Well, another question I ask those investing or wanting to invest overseas is how many stocks they think they need to be profitable? And the answer I always get is pretty much, I don't know. But why they say this is because they're looking at specific stocks or a specific stock or specific stocks, if I can say that, and not their actual portfolio for investing is, or successful investing is more about managing your portfolio, not about one or more specific stocks, then attempting to profit from just picking one stock at a time without a well thought out plan really is fraught with risk and usually ends up with the portfolio being hit and miss and performing quite poorly. Now let us tackle the concept that more choice is better, or in other words, having more stocks to choose is better and will result in you making more money. Now, scientific tests have continually proven that individuals readily seek choice and abundance. And this has coined the so-called too much choice effect. This too much choice effect suggests that having many alternatives to choose from eventually leads individuals into experiencing things such as overwhelming comparing options and individual characteristics of what they're trying to choose. Also, too much choice leads individuals into fear of choosing the wrong option. For example, what if this one is better than the other one? This can then turn into decreased post-choice or increased in post-choice satisfaction. For example, I bought this stock and it's gone down when I should have bought that stock which has gone up. Now, there's a lot more I could say about too much choice from a scientific point of view. However, I'll end up with this point saying, how do you choose when you walk into an ice cream shop with 100 flavors? Is your choice easier or worse than an ice cream shop that has just two options, one being chocolate and one being vanilla? And I'm going chocolate every time on that. I'm not sure about you. So now we've handled the more choice argument. Let's get into the four things you need to know when investing overseas. Now, first and foremost is exchange rate or currency risk. Now, may I say, one of the biggest factors that is commonly forgotten when investing overseas is the exchange rate. Now, when investing overseas, the price of a currency where you live compared with the currency of the country you are trading in will impact your returns. The impact may be positive or negative depending on the strength of either currency. Now, in simple terms, foreign investments are exposed to the risk of movements in exchange rates. Now, if the value of your investment rises whilst at the same time your home country's currency falls against the particular currency where your investment is held, then the real value of the investments you hold in the currency will be affected negatively. For example, if your investment grew by 10% whilst the currency in your home country fell by 10% against the currency of the country you're investing in, then the real value of your investment has not moved. Conversely, a fall in your home currency against the currency where the investment is held will increase the value of your investments. For example, if your investment rose by 10% and the currency in your home country grew by 10% against the overseas currency, then the gross real return is effectively double. 
In another example, if we look at purchasing shares in the US with Australian dollars, now let's assume the Australian dollar is trading lower than the US dollar and so you have less purchasing power. As a result, the US shares become more expensive to you. So let's say one Australian dollar is worth 70 cents US and you wish to buy a share that's currently trading at $1 US. And this would mean for every 100 Australian dollars, you'd be able to buy 70 shares. Now the opposite is also true in that if the Australian dollar was higher than the US dollar, then I would have stronger buying power, meaning for the price of the American shares may become more attractive to me. I'll be, be able to get more shares in that US company. Now the trick when looking to invest overseas is not just to look at the stocks alone, but also understand the exchange rate as not only, or it can not only exchange rate work against you, the cost of currency conversion can also be high, which can even further dilute your profits. Now this brings me to my next point, is, which is that additional costs and fees on international investing can also be more expensive than investing domestically. In some countries, there may be unexpected taxes, such as withholding taxes on dividends or rental income and transaction costs, such as brokers commissions, which all need to be accounted for when calculating your net or gross profits. Now there might also be other fees from service providers giving you access to the market it's data that you might need or investments that you're looking to purchase. Now, if you aren't careful, these additional costs and fees of investing overseas can have a significant impact on your returns or your profits. Next, we have tax on foreign investment or foreign income. And uh, if you are considering, considering international investments, it's important to know how foreign income is taxed both in your own country and the country you're investing in. So you need to know both of those. Now, more importantly, you need to know how this may impact your investment returns. Income from international shares may be subject to double taxation, which means you could be paying double the tax or amount of tax on your investments, which could in turn dilute your tax return that you're making offshore and make your investments offshore unprofitable. This brings us to getting information. Now, sometimes it can really be difficult to find up-to-date or accurate information on foreign companies and um, assets. Now, some foreign companies may not provide investors with the same type of information as they do for local investors. Now, finding quality and accurate information from overseas um, institutions or companies can be incredibly difficult. Even if you do find the information, how will it affect you as an international investor is, only, is often not accounted for in that information or the data that you get. So you, <clears throat> you also need to consider the quality of the information you are getting. How can you validate it and all the suppliers so that you know you have good, valuable information and data? Now, it does not matter where you live in the world, investing offshore is often promoted as a way to diversify investments and get good returns. Yet most of the time, it does not work out that way as you cannot invest on yesterday's returns. Rather, you invest for tomorrow's returns. Now, what I mean here is that often the promotion of international investing is all about promoting the big movers from the past 12 months. This promotion could either be about the market or an index itself, or it could be a very, very, very good performing stock. Now, seeing as a good return always makes people more excited to invest. And all too often I find an investor see a stock rise a significant amount and then decides to invest to chase the return that occurred. As I mentioned, you can't buy yesterday's return, only tomorrow's. And as they say, past performance is no indication of future performance. History does show us that buying into last year's best return will generally not be the best investment in the next year. 
For example, if buying the best performing fund last year, expecting it to be the best in the next year is flawed thinking and in history shows us that this is generally not the case. Now, in summing up, investing overseas isn't always what it seems. So I urge you that before you look into investing offshore that you are not led down the path of mediocre returns. So whilst investing overseas can be profitable, investing overseas is higher risk for the reasons I've mentioned. Therefore, it's also the situation of when something sounds too good to be true, in most cases it is. And so I strongly suggest that you do your research thoroughly before making a leap of faith. Now in the end, as I said to all the students that I have taught to trade, keep your life simple and there are plenty of good opportunities at home without having to go elsewhere chasing rainbows. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.